A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. It's Monday, the 22nd of February. Welcome back to A Word for Today. We are continuing with 2 Peter and we're now embarking on chapter 3. We've seen in chapter 1 how Peter's uh, dying concern for the church is that they should have a real faith that comes from the inside, not that's put on from the outside, that they should be clinging to the lifeline, which is the word of God. And then in chapter 2, that they should recognize and reject and have nothing to do with false teachers, Satan's prime agents for disrupting and spoiling uh, the work of God. And now, in chapter 3, Peter takes up uh, again the narrative Uh, with affection to whom he terms the beloved. There's a tender focus again on uh, those he loves as he speaks to them. And what he is speaking to them in chapter 3 is something that we know, but we overlook, something that we most need to remember and not to overlook. This is the key thing that he is presenting. It's very helpful, isn't it, looking at a dying man's words because we know that dying man will be saying, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, in the case of uh, Scripture, what we really need to hear. And so this comes to us with very great emphasis and importance. I'm going to read 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 to 3. This is now the second letter that I'm writing to you, beloved. In both of them, I'm stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder that you should remember the predictions of the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Saviour through your apostles, knowing this first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing, following their own sinful desires. Do you see that Peter has emphasized uh, the need to remember? At the end of verse 1, he says, stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder, verse 2, that you should remember. Now, it's important that we understand what uh, the Bible means when it calls us to remembrance. It doesn't actually mean that we should recall something that we've forgotten. It actually means something much more important than that. It means that we should treat as real something we already know. And what we already know, we should apply to our attitudes, to our outlook, and to our lives in ways that direct the living of those lives. So in effect, Peter is saying, look, I know you know this, but I want you to stop treating it with less than the emphasis in your lives that you should. I want you to stop uh, putting it on the shelf and turning a blind eye to it. I want you to bring this truth you already know center stage. I want you to get real about it. And that's why I guess he uses the expression sincere mind in verse 1. He's saying, I want you to be sincere about what you already know, to treat what you know as it should be treated. And what is it? Well, verse 2 tells us that it's a message of the Bible. You notice verse 2 is a wonderful picture of the Bible, isn't it? He calls it in the first phrase, the predictions of the holy prophets. That's the Old Testament. And then in uh, the next phrase, the commandment of the Lord and Saviour through your apostles. So what we have there is the Old Testament, the Holy Prophets, and then the New Testament, the Apostolic Testimony, and in between 
is the Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. And the commandment, of course, referring to the gospel. What a wonderful picture that is of the Bible. The Old Testament prophets pointing to the gospel of Jesus Christ, the New Testament apostles fulfilling all those prophecies with Jesus Christ holding the two together with his gospel. So what we are to remember, what we are to take into our lives and to have uh, really influence both our attitudes and our living is something that the Bible clearly presents. But before he tells us what that is, he warns us in verse 3. He says, knowing this, first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing following their sinful desires. So we don't even know what it is yet that he's referring to, but before he does, he gives us this great warning. Where he says, in the last days, is of course a direct reference to the church age. And what he's really saying is this, the church age is not an epoch of exciting new charismatic revelations direct from God. No, the church age is the epoch of scoffing. Scoffers, you see, are those he has been talking about in chapter 2. Scoffing, or mocking, or sneering, that is the alternative to reasoned opposition. And if you think about it, those who scoff or mock or sneer do so in, a, in ways that prevent it being taken seriously. So they don't have to defend their positions. And often it's kind of done in private, isn't it? If somebody's going to sneer about something, they will do it uh, in a way that can't be seen by many people. If somebody's going to sneer to you, they'll probably take you aside and speak to you in a sort of confidential manner. And what he's really saying is that uh, this is the great enemy of the truth I'm about to call to your remembrance and encourage you to live by. We need to remember, don't we, that scoffing is something actually that is very powerful. If you're an old man like me, I guess one of the things about getting old is that you worry less about what other people think and say about you. Nevertheless, it still hurts, I can tell you as an old man, to be scoffed at, to be sneered at, to be mocked, and certainly to be patronized uh, by people who are much younger than yourself. So it is nevertheless painful, but we have to remember that for young people, scoffing is the most painful possible thing. It's worse, actually, in some ways than physical persecution. It's what excludes young people from their peer groups, what excludes them uh, from the... Uh, gatherings that they want to be respected by, uh, the friendship groups that they wish to belong to. Scoffing is a very, very powerful tool. And that's why Peter um, identifies it here before he tells us what it is that he is going to uh, present to us as of key importance. And that we're going to look at tomorrow. So we will come back to that again tomorrow. Do tune in then. Loving Heavenly Father, um, as we um, look at the beginning of this chapter, we pray that you would indeed uh, call us to treat as real and apply what it is that Peter is about to tell us from your word. And we pray that the action of scoffing that will accompany treating such things seriously, as we'll see tomorrow, would not pre prevent us from loving your word. Please would the predictions of the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior through your apostles, that wonderful description of your word, 
be precious in our sights. And please, would that carry more authority and importance than any scoffing the world might produce against us. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.